This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscapists, we've got a big Geekscape coming up for you. DC Fandom reveals a whole lot of upcoming DC movie and video game stuff that you're going to want to totally know about. Also, why The Last Man got canceled. Why? Well, well, pun intended. Also, we got video game news in the form of new Animal Crossing content coming our way. And what else? Oh, yeah, Metroid Dread scares the shit out of me. So get ready for that story. It's all coming up on a brand new Geekscape podcast. Hey, Geekscapists, it's Jonathan. That's me. Like it says in the theme song, it's time for Jonathan to start the show. So in starting the show, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that if this is your first Geekscape, well, strap yourselves in. We talk movies, video games, comic books, TV, all the pop culture stuff. And I talk usually with a bunch of guests. And we kind of uh, either talk about a specific movie or we talk about a specific video game. Maybe they're involved in those things. Or maybe just my friends and I talk about the latest news and reviews. And that's the kind of episode we got for you coming up today. Um, this is episode 608. Can you believe it? 608 episodes. I think the feed actually says there's 750 podcast offerings. Always free. The show is always free and it's available on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and now Twitter. That's right. That little hell scroller called Twitter where people go on there to share their umbrage as we slowly spiral the drain, I think it's actually quickening, as we spiral the drain into uh, basically what I think is going to be a Mad Max future, where we're all running around and like uh, fighting over gas and water and, let's face it, other human beings. Um, that is kind of like what Twitter's for. It's like a barometer for just like how foul we can and angry we can become. Uh, we are now available on that. So hopefully we bring a little cheer to the Twitter feed. Maybe, maybe not, but I'm trying. Okay, this is Geekscape, and let's get to it. We have tons of news and reviews coming your way. Uh, pretty big weekend. So without further ado, I'm going to talk to my panel here. I've got my good friend, Derek Cranevelt. I mean, if you're going to think, you know, and make something cheerful, you might as well just throw in a Canadian because they <laughs> love everybody. So that, there's I do. There's Derek. He, he, he loves everything. I do love. All right. Yeah, I'm very excited about most things. Except haircuts, from what I can tell from your feed. Um, what what is happening there? Um, well, I just decided to like let myself go about a year and a half ago, more than I had before. So I uh, haven't had a haircut in a while. And then everyone's well, like, "Your hair's so nice and long, and I love it, and it's so curly, and um, it's like a fucking frizz ball." And, well, that's uh, okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Well, let's use this as your. Um, you know, kind of like a stopping point where we say, hey, let's turn it around here. This is an, an intervention, if you will. Is that let okay? Let us know in Derek? the chat if I should get a haircut or not. Yeah. You know? Let Derek know if he needs a haircut yeah. and maybe some of that other stuff that, you know, you, you know, just just do a do over, like do a, like a makeover. Derek, yeah. makeover, yeah. suggest contacts. Should he shave? Like what do you think? Maybe color his hair or something. Um, okay. Well, if this is an actual intervention, Derek, we got to get some friends in on this. People who love you, people <laughs> who care about you and nobody cares about you more. 
than probably Michaela, but she's not here right now. So we're going to go with Carlos Lopez, also known as Anger Bananas. Hey, everybody. And Derek, I this is an intervention. We need you to cut that hair. It's been a year, <laughs> bud. It's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. Yeah. Um, and of course. Whenever I want. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a Den- lie. Uh, in denial. In denial. Okay. That's a lie. I've used to cry myself to sleep many a night, Derek. Not, <laughs> that is a slippery slope, my friend. You do not want to start it's sliding you down you in Hades that. right now, I think. That's for, oh the game Hades that you and the the uh, your own podcast told me to buy. Yeah, that was a mistake. I should not listen to your show again because <laughs> you hype every game, and then I'm like, I should go buy it, and then money goes out of my wallet, and then time goes out of my life. So, ah, oh, what am I saying? I love Hades. I love playing it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and talking about video games, we have another expert on the show, straight from the world of video games. That's Josh Jackson. Hey He's everybody. A, he and. He and Carlos are regulars on the Geekscape Games podcast. Derek is a co-host on that podcast on top of his own Xbox Game Passengers podcast. It'll tell you to buy games like Hades. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to get into this. Uh, folks, I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a good weekend. It was chock full of news. Um, how was your weekend, Josh, Derek, Carlos? Um, I spent four hours trying to buy Yu-Gi-Oh clothes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was that was an experience. <laughs> oh, you, you went to the pop up. Oh, yeah, the the yeah, Hypeland pop up. Yeah, spent Hypeland like pop up. Spent like way too much money on Yu Gi Oh shirts. Jeez. Okay, so I'm thinking like, I guess I'm wrong in thinking that Yu Gi Oh, besides being for punks, according to El Chucho, uh, Yu Gi Oh doesn't have like at least like a similar like pop culture presence as pop. I mean, Pokemon's a juggernaut, but. There's not Yu-Gi-Oh shirts just like readily available in some places. These ones I'll, sound like they're probably limited edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's um, it was done by Hypeland, which I guess is like a kind of a somewhat premium brand. So okay, they launched the Yu-Gi-Oh line officially today, but they had a pop up over the weekend where uh, it was cheaper than normal if you waited until their official release, and they were giving away free stuff if you lined up in the heat for four hours for it. So holy crap! I, I were thought you successful it was for longer for less. Yeah. Yeah, I was successful, but I had to show up two hours before they opened, and the line ended up going around the whole block. It was, like, right in Beverly Hills, pretty much. And, like, the line went all the way around the block. I think by the time it was all said and done, some people were waiting, like, six-ish hours to get in. Well, I mean, mean, Beverly Hills is where you go for the discerning fashion tastes. (laughs) Yeah, like, 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 you know, like trading cards on your t-shirt, you know. Yeah. Uh, are you happy with your purchases or was it one of those things where once you were like, fuck it, I spent six hours in this line. I'm getting something regardless of whether or not I'm actually into it. Well, the funny that thing, happens too. the funny thing is I went for the free stuff. I wasn't even really planning on buying anything, but free Megan stuff. Yeah. Like for showing up, they gave you like free cards and posters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. Megan was the one who taught me into talk to me into buying a shirt. And then she bought this hoodie too. So we both walked out with something. But, okay. But you're happy with it, right? Yeah. Not not happy that I happened to do it the day after I spent much more money on the same brand, but Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. but if like you want to start your own Inuyasha themed gang, you kind of have already have like the outfit. Dude, by the right? time all so, the, like by the time all the shipping stuff comes through, I'll be able to pass some stuff out to a whole crew, and we could start rolling, getting this shit going. <laughs> Let's go! All right, if everybody is similarly sized to Josh. You have a gang that is looking for members, all right? So you can join <laughs> Josh's uh, anime-themed gang and uh, and take to the streets. Uh, y'all do okay. I figure y'all do okay. All right. Um, we have some big news. I think we should start with all this DC stuff because that was massive. DC has their yearly fandom event where um, it reminds me of the D23 stuff that, D- that mm, Disney yeah. does in August where they say, hey, here's all the stuff coming up in both Disney, Marvel, and... Uh, I guess, you know, everything Disney, Star Wars, Um, but it's all DC. And they they somehow fit the 12 minutes of trailers that everyone wants into four and a half hours. Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. I got to tell you, I don't watch the YouTube feed. I'm not doing the uh, live vlogging for the DC fandom, but I do keep up with like wherever it is. Like DC fandom, there's there's tons of websites that will publish all that stuff. Like they'll just like collect them all like. I found a really good variety article that has yeah. all the DC fandom stuff in one place. So I just later watched all the, like the Batman trailer, the flash trailer, this and that. Um, what did you guys think 
I guess we start with the Batman trailer because I guess that movie comes out in January, February. Hmm. It comes out early next year. Um, what did y'all think of this Robert Pattinson Batman trailer, the Matt Reeves movie? Uh, I I could go first if it's okay. Yeah, go for, um, go for it. Go for it. I, I I like the I like the new look. Um, you know I think I, I think for the most part every Batman that comes out is is supposed to be different, right? A different fandom, especially with like Spider Man. But I thought this one was pretty cool. It gritty. It reminded me a lot of Year One. Uh, it does give me like a nice perspective on him being like a complete a hole and not caring for a lot of people and <laughs> beating people to a pulp. So that's cool. I I, I like because you know that was Year One Batman. He didn't he didn't get his groove in just yet. And um, you know I I like where this is kind of going. My only concern is what would happen with the follow up. You know if they were to do a follow up, like what characters continue? Are they going? We're going to see any of these bad guys die? You know. So um, I think they've greenlit not only greenlit the, a follow up, but I also believe that HBO Max has asked for a Gotham like GCPD themed mm, series that cool. connects to this movie. So you're going to get a series of, I guess, police procedural type stuff um, on HBO Max. It might not be. It might just be serialized and fun. Uh, and then um, you're going to get a sequel to the Batman because it's. It's effing Batman and Batman yeah. movies get sequels. <laughs> uh, yep. Since y'all are big game players, I got to tell you, uh, the Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, Rocksteady influence on this look and trailer and feel down to the fights, down to the look oh, of yeah, the thugs. Definitely. Like this is a straight up Arkham City adaptation. It feels like. Yeah, I, I saw a tweet today as well from uh, an artist I follow, Francesca Francavilla. Um, apparently he heard... Like like via IMDb that Matt Reeves uh, said that his um, influence was huge on the film's design too. So like the film noirish and like low techness aspect of it, mm-hmm. like if you look at like the Batmobile, it's like so like simple. I would say compared to what we've seen more recently. And yeah, it's um, not the tank in the Nolan. Yeah, movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tumbler. Yeah, it's like a strong Mustang or something like that. So. Um, I don't know. It looks like uh, we talked about I think we had a, a similar episode to this when the first trailer dropped and it I don't know if people were complaining then as people com- people always do. It looks like badass. It looks like a good time and uh, good time or I want to punch myself because I am grim and gritty and I want to be like Batman and I want to feel pain. <laughs> Is that a bad <laughs> thing, though? Like, I don't Derek, know. I'm it, worried it about you, like, dude. It was that. I'm worried about you. <laughs> like, I understand that the, the grim and gritty thing is super overdone. And like, they're like, what do we like? How do you know, grim and gritty things overdone? What do we do next? And it's like, well, let's make it grimmer and grittier. And people will, you know, like, that's just where it feels like it's going. And I don't know. I, I enjoy that much stuff just as I, as much as I enjoy the, like the colorful, silly uh, comic book stuff, I guess. I, I read like a really good analysis um where somebody was like you know what the thing is why i don't enjoy batman is because he is a cop without the legal restrictions of Mm. the cops like when batman was created in the early 1940s late 30s whatever it was it was cool to have a batmobile because cops didn't have batmobiles it was cool to have like radar sense and be able to like zip up the side of buildings and have like you know smoke bombs and that because cops didn't have it now cops have everything that batman has (laughs) The only things that cops also have are legal repercussions for the most part, for the most part, legal repercussions for their actions. But Batman could beat the shit out of somebody and then just disappear. So he can do all of the brutality that of being like a, a cop with no limits with all the weaponry that cops now have armored tanks. Da, 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 and then he just like walks away. So like, where's the place for it you know mm. pe- remember when people like canceled the punisher last year because people were like <laughs> oh people God. were like like white supremacists were like using the, the punisher logo it's like well marvel can't really use the punisher anymore uh which you know you can argue back and forth on that one uh i wonder where batman's place is in a highly policed society where he's basically doing everything that we accuse the cops of doing right. He'll be with Jeff Bezos. He'll be with Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's uh, Big Yang's got it right. He's like, is Batman just Maniac Cop? (laughs) Yes, Batman is just Maniac Cop. If Maniac Cop was a billionaire, you know, so (laughs) that's that's it's like I I got to tell you, I think it would be really cool. I don't know how it's done to bring back a gray and blue Batman with the yellow logo and 
I'm not saying you got to go Adam West. And right. I do think that Lo- the Lego Batman is my favorite Batman movie. I think that's fun. But I don't know where this fits. Uh, I don't know how far you can go down this road. That's it's kind of, of like. Well, and do they have to go that far down this road? Like, this is pretty far know, down the road, brah. Well, I just mean like they're like the DC universe as it is, is so fragmented. And there's these movies that are one offs and like movies that are in separate universes or multiverses or whatever. Like they could do this and stop it. And like, it's going to make a ton of money. So obviously they'll continue it as, as long as they can type thing. But is it still it's still separate from like the Justice League universe at this well, point? Right. Like well, my good friend, Derek, I'm so glad you asked because, yeah they can just go to the multiverse and give us different iterations of Batman or old iterations of Batman (laughs) as it is, because we also got the trailer for next year's the flash movie. And this is like the Ezra Miller flash that we got in the justice league movie, but it seems like there's going to be a lot more of the DC universe. Yeah. The one thing we didn't mention about Robert Pattinson Batman is like, we first got a chance to see Zoe Kravis's like Catwoman in like, uh, pretty close up in a lot of detail. We also got a lot of Colin Farrell's Penguin. It's just like oh, yeah. a ton of makeup. Kind of crazy. And that man. was, you know, I got to tell you. That this, was Colin Farrell until right now. It's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. really good. And I'm excited about, I, I wasn't excited about this movie. I was even less excited when I heard that it's basically Batman versus Saw, like a horror, <laughs> a fucking horror movie with Batman in it. Um, I will watch it because I like Matt Reeves a lot. This movie looked like an Arkham game, and I definitely sat through every one of those cutscenes. Right. So why not? Uh, but I got to tell you, this Ezra Miller Batman uh, Batman movie, Flash movie, I was kind of excited about this being kind of to DC what Loki was, the Loki series was to Marvel in throwing open the multiverse. Mm. You know, you, uh, you you get the Tim Burton Batman, you get Michael Keaton Batman coming in, and I think you're going to get even more of that. Uh, what did y'all think about the Flash trailer? Did you watch it? Yeah, I thought it was really exciting. Of like just the chance to get to see Michael Keaton again as Batman sounds really cool. But it's kind of the same thought that I had with the Batman trailer as I kind of had with this one. And to me, it seems like kind of the like a flaw of a lot of superhero movies is when they try to squeeze too many characters mm-hmm. or too many villains into one movie and try to have enough time to flesh them all out. Yeah. So. Like with both of them, on one hand, I'm excited. But on the other hand, it's like you got to like reintroduce the Michael Keaton Batman. There was like three different flashes in the trailer from what I remember. Then you still since Ezra Miller's flash hasn't had any kind of backstory because he was just kind of tossed into the Justice League so quick. Like you still got to go through the story with his mom and him changing the timeline. Probably well, have there's to explain... two of them in this trailer as well, right? Right. Yeah. And then you probably have to explain reverse flash at, at some point to some degree. And it's just a lot of different things to juggle. And so while on one hand, like I said, I'm excited to see where they go with it. I'm just kind of worried that there's like too many things going on at once. And, you know, it's killed better movies like, you know, Spider-Man 3 with all the villains and then Amazing Spider-Man with a million villains in it. And it's like, you know, you have to be careful with that kind of stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, you also get um multiple villains in those two avengers and uh, endgame and uh infinity war movies where uh thanos basically has his squad and we never need to be like oh i want to learn more about that one person you know that one bad guy that uh, right. ebony ma or whoever the hell that that thanos has in his squad <laughs> mm-hmm. i think sometimes you can just have villains and explore them in other ways um i do i mean you did have uh batman returns which is a great one and i'm gonna go ahead and say the biggest villain of spider-man 3 sam raimi's spider-man 3 the biggest villain there was the writer's strike of (laughs) of 2007 because that was uh, that definitely affected their ability to clean up that script which is that script is rough and they weren't able to rewrite it while during production so we got what we got i'm like your venom I'm excited for this Flash movie more than any of the other DC stuff that came out because uh, that's one of my favorite comics too, Flashpoint. I think that's a really great kind of reset to a lot of things. I feel like DC's preparing to do another reset with a lot of their IPs. And the, doing new the, Flash new Marvel, the new 52? The new 52. So I yeah, feel like we're I getting mean, that refresh, man. Superman, while we're talking about this topic of, uh, I don't know, all the social stuff going on in the US, Superman changed his, his motto, the, yeah. yeah, his motto was truth, 
justice of the American yeah. way. And now truth it's truth, justice, justice and a better tomorrow, which just makes me think that like Chaya and fat's going to be involved somehow <laughs> because <laughs> the better tomorrow movies are fucking awesome. Those John Woo movies with Chaya and fat, like shooting a bunch of gangsters. <laughs> yes, and all I can think of is like, like, yeah, involve Chaya and fat, call it truth, justice, the American and a better tomorrow. And, like Superman teams up with Che and Fat, and they kill some people. So we're gonna see Let's Superman. F- so we're gonna see Superman flying through like a bunch of pigeons because that's all he's yeah. trying to does. <laughs> there's, do a bunch of, there's a bunch of pigeons with Superman capes just flying everywhere with him. See, I'm into it. it. I'm into it. it. Super, Superman has like a standoff with other villains and superheroes. I'm down. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't know how Superman just doesn't whip all their asses, but. I'm into it. I'm into a John Woo Superman movie. Why not? Let's do that. Let's do You know what? Green light that. Yeah, yeah. Josh Jackson, run it up the chain of command. All right. I'll get uh, right on it. Before the Suicide Squad, this James Gunn one, which I loved, uh, came out. My favorite DC movie was Shazam. And we did get to see mm. this new Shazam movie. Uh, some behind the scenes footage and some of that. I, I'm excited by Zach Levi and the squad coming back and going up against the various Olympic gods and, and that whole thing. It's called Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. That looks that looks fun. I, there's no real footage for the movie too much, mm-hmm. but I like when the it's fact far that, away. It's June 2023. Yeah. So it's like a good year and a half yeah. from now. Okay. Stay alive, Jonathan, because that movie looks fun. <laughs> Uh, the movie that I did not know was even close to finished. I had known that they had cast some JSA members like Dr. Fate and that they had um, like Adam Smasher and stuff like that. So I knew that the movie had been casting and was in production, but I had no idea we were going to get it next summer is the Black Adam movie with mm. The Rock. That I did not know that, that was, we were going to get that before Shazam 2 because clearly the third Shazam movie or the next Black Adam movie is going to be a Shazam Black Adam right. movie. Like that, that would just be the logical step, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's that's what I got. And that that's what I thought it was going to be. I just didn't think they were going to make a, a Black Adam movie. But you know, The Rock speaks hundreds and billions of dollars of sales <laughs> across <laughs> the world and the millions. Uh, so to them, I mean, they rather just give him the spotlight. You know, I think they're just like, well, and that's hasn't that like, hasn't he been attached to that movie since like longer than there's been an MCU or something like yeah, that? Like I, I think totally. He, yeah. I think he, he actually pitched himself as black Adam for a while. He even made some little conceptual art stuff unofficial by the way. And I think DC's like, let's just move forward, but he's too expensive. So let's save up two years of money and then, buy, <laughs> and then pay for his bills. You know, that's pretty much what they did. Yeah. They're like, we'll surely make enough money with our uh, Justice League and uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Guys, it reminds me of this story I heard about Michael Bay right before Pearl Harbor came out. And this is this is just a rumor. This is how it was told to be. Uh, somebody I worked with who was one of the executives, he could afford to go to a country club that Jonathan as a PA could not afford to back in the day. And at the country club in the locker room, Michael Bay was in there bragging to the other dudes in the, in the locker room. Like, yeah, when Pearl Harbor comes out, I can fuck any girl in LA and I won't even have to wear a bag. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, Oh, and then Pearl Harbor came out and did not, do well uh, um and uh michael bay probably still could do some of these <laughs> dev- the devious things that he wanted to that, supposedly so allegedly that is the story but um bold t you know he's saying hey hey make mine marvel enough said i watched <laughs> one dc movie in the last 15 years Wonder Woman 1984, and it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, this, yeah. well, I mean, you chose the wrong one to start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I mean, you could go... be like, I only watch Thor 2 and say the same thing. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you should like, watch Teen Titans go to the movies. The, yeah. There was a Thor yeah. 2? <laughs> 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 the truth is, Bolt T, like, I, you should probably go watch Shazam. Shazam is, I would, Shazam I would Shazam is good. Shazam. Yeah, Shazam fun. Josh said Teen Titans go to the movies, which is like meta, but it's really fun. Yeah. That's okay. a great one. Even, um, I remember when Shazam yeah. came out and Michaela was like super burnt out on superhero movies to the point where she's like, I don't even want to go see this with you. And, and I don't even want to date you anymore. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I, I dragged her along anyway. And she left being like, I love, like, I love that movie. Like it, it felt so different. I think than what we had seen um, at the time. And it had, you know, obviously all these movies have a certain level of humor, but I found the humor in Shazam a lot more wholesome um i don't know i loved it and i cannot wait for more of it so if you're gonna choose one more bolt tea 
I, yeah. I would go with Shazam for sure. If not Lego Batman, if that counts. Ooh, that'd be cool. Lego Batman should definitely count as my favorite Batman <laughs> movie. It should definitely count. Oh, now he doesn't mute his mic. Yeah. Okay. He told me not to well, mute. I'm, I'm just listening. I'm kidding, Derek. I'm being silly with you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, speaking of the Suicide Squad, we definitely get that Peacemaker oh, series. Oh, my goodness. And oh. the trailer for the Peacemaker series was probably the fa- my favorite thing that I saw <laughs> of, yeah, coming out uh-huh. of DC fandom. That shit was hilarious. That's good. The spinoff. When he's hugging it, the eagle, I like. The eagle, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the eagle yeah. is hugging him. <laughs> he's there. calling yeah, his dad true. to come yeah. take a picture. Like, the music what is, is awesome. I mean, I liked, I love John Cena's character as much as I despised him in the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, spoilers, we're getting a spinoff from it because if you got you got to watch the end credits in Suicide Squad. That's true. Uh, I thought this was great. It, it casting Robert, um, I was going to say Robert Pattinson again, but casting uh, him as his dad, the T one thousand as his dad, so and good. I, I mean, all the humor is there. Obviously, it's James Gunn, but I was like, how much more can you mind this character? A lot more, <laughs> <laughs> way more, way more. Too we get. I think I give. I, I didn't used to give John Cena too much credit because I would just see him always on WWE or like silly comedy one-off movies. But this, and is, then, perfect but this is perfect for him. I, I've never seen a role so like spot on for one person. Mm. And just watching the trailer, I'm like, I'm in. I'm sold. I want to watch more of whatever this character is and yeah. get more Give back. Me now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel me like too. in watching, in watching Suicide Squad, it was so... I just felt like I was watching John Cena and it made it so much like funnier and yeah. like mm. better. Like it didn't feel like it was a character for whatever reason. Yeah, and the question we're always asking ourselves whenever a wrestler goes to the big screen is, do they do they have the charisma or the acting chops to do this? And clearly with The Rock, he absolutely does. Clearly, and I think Batista does too. With John Cena, like he is playing such a character close to himself in these that he's just having fun. I'm so down for this Peacemaker series. Like John Cena really sold me when I saw him in Blockers a few years ago. I caught it it on a plane and I was like, dude, this is... He has like one role, but he plays it so yeah. well that you just need to keep yeah. casting him in that role. And I think he'll do great. And <laughs> what about yeah, the, the Peacemaker trailer. I didn't even realize that James Gunn was attached to the show at first. And mm-hmm. but I mean, it showed completely through the trailer and that eagle scene, like you guys mentioned, it just had me dying so over, yeah. over the I, moon. I didn't realize it was so close too. it comes out in like January. They yeah. started shooting yeah. in January. They started shooting before. Crazy. Yeah. And let's face it, like the Suicide Squad did not do the big box office that people expected it to may maybe it did great on hbo max and warner brothers was like that's good enough but knowing that the series had started production six right. months before the suicide squad even hit theaters and did what it did or didn't do as warner stockholders may think um that's huge and that's great and i think that people may go back and discover the the suicide squad john cena character because of this who knows who watches more of the, you know, who do I mean, do they people watch more of the streamer? Like, if you release Suicide Squad in theaters, right? Which Disney, I guess, very smartly did not do with Shang Chi. They said theaters only, and Shang Chi did like eighty million. It did yeah. really well. Um, as did James Bond and, and Venom too. Uh, you know, how much does streaming dent a, a streaming option? day and date option how much does it dent right box office because maybe that's what happened with the suicide squad but warner brothers sat back and was like you know what it's getting huge numbers on hbo max we're happy with this let's keep that piece bigger going i just don't know the math on that stuff i I think more than anything merch sold the most for that i never seen so many people go off and buy king shark figurines plushies they were sold on that character because sylvester stallone is voicing this Kind of, it's like <laughs> having Vin Diesel as Groot, and then you have uh, King Shark as Sylvester Stallone. It's such a weird thing to say, but it worked. And don't I count think on Polka Dot Man. Oh, uh, po- Polka Dot Man, he's 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 via he's uh, he's VP, bro. He's VP. But you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I think that's what happened. Is they they knew they wanted to play it safe. Uh, they had already two strikes, right? Birds of Prey didn't do so well, and that first just is. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, the other movie I don't talk about because Joker's in there. Uh, it's not that good, and I think they were just but playing it did it amazingly well. Yeah, it yeah. did. Well, I it don't know. Huge. Did it? That first Suicide Squad movie made well over a hundred million dollars. That weekend. oh my god! So it they made their money. Huge. And I think for the most part, the Birds of Prey movie was a modest hit and did yeah. well. Um, yeah. But this movie, it's was per- awesome. it, it should have been on theaters. The worst. 
and it did the worst of all of them. Yeah. And it yeah. was the best of all of them. I mean, there's no way streaming didn't affect it, I feel. Didn't In the Heights have a similar thing where its box office was really low, but it was on HBO yeah, Max yeah. day yeah. one, too? Yeah. Well, so, and how many... That's got to be bringing so many people to HBO Max, though, too. And, like, like just yeah. even at the point where uh, Suicide Squad came out here, like, I wonder how much... Like obviously international and can like Canada especially is a small market, but like when Suicide Squad came out, like I'm in a spot where even today, when I ask anyone I know, like, have you been to the movies yet? Have you watched anything in the theaters? Like, I'm the only one that is going apparently, and uh, and every movie I've been to, there's five or six other people in there. Like, which it's wild, and like nobody that I know that lives like not in the United States has seen this movie. Um, and it was going to theaters at all. So like, I don't know, like had we, if we had an option like HBO max up here, like, I think like it would be huge and it would be like, it would be a blow away hit for something like that here. And it would get so many people to sign up and with something like that in the States, like, I don't know what their subscription numbers are like yet, or if they publish that or anything like that. But like for justice league, supposedly justice, the justice league, uh, standard cut did not give them the subscribers. Really? Yeah. It also ran. They ran an advertisement a few years earlier yeah. called the actual Justice League movie <laughs> in theaters that I don't think did a very good job of being like, "Hey, you got to check right. this out." Uh, but hey, this is pretty tight. Just the but, idea that, like, hey, give us fourteen dollars a month or whatever HBO Max costs, and like, you're not comfortable going to the movie theater yet. Like, that's fine. You can watch all of these movies on the same day that they come out in theaters. Tons and of plus, like, their library movies. as a whole is really good, but. The okay. fact that you can watch these movies on day one, it seems unbelievable to me. I don't understand how HBO Max then limits like pull like here in the States. Suicide Squad's already off HBO Max. I'm like, where does it have to go? <laughs> yeah. It's your yeah. movie. Like you, like you weren't going to watch it in the first 30 days, but now yeah. you'll go to the theater to see Are it or something like the Blu-ray. I don't know what yeah. I don't know what the logic is there, because obviously when something's on Netflix, it lives on Netflix. And I think a lot of things have the 45 day like digital mm-hmm. distribution for rentals and for uh, like like oh. digital purchases. So I think it's probably like there's a period of time where it's not available for free with the subscription. So you'd have to pay Apple or Google or whoever you rent movies movie. from. It's what? their movie. Yeah, yeah. Trying to milk it, man. Be a Gotta milk it. Thing. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't there, a, wasn't there a theater that tried to sue Universal or something like that because they had a deal saying yes. they were yeah. had like exclusive AMC. theater rights? Yeah. AMC was going to get rid of their deal with Universal because of that thing. But after the Troll World Tour mm, right. came out, oh, and they were like, yeah. "No, no, no! You did also not get Tenet. to get all the profit from the Troll World Tour. AMC wants Troll World Tour money." Didn't Tenet have that same? Didn't Tenet have that same problem as well? Yeah, Tenet, I think, was like, we are going to be in the theaters at IMAX no matter what. And we're like, okay, wait and see. Yeah. But I would say to Derek's uh, conversation, what she mentioned, why were people kind of hopping? I think what happens is that your your curiosity ends at HBO, and then you see all the acquisitions they have. Like, they have the entire Batman animated series. They have Batman Beyond. The Harley cartoon, which I think is hilarious. If you have not oh, seen it, go watching. I've not seen so the Harley part. cartoon, but seeing the trailer on it's really good on DC, seeing the trailer yeah. in this DC fandom stuff, I, it looked hilarious. It's really oh, good. It's really yeah. good. Ian Kerner won't shut the hell up about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's really he, good. He so. won't shut the hell up about it. Yeah. The so. other, yeah, I would say as much as excited I was as I was about. I love the Suicide Squad. You know what I was really excited about. The Rocksteady game Suicide Squad. It looks like it has co-op and you can play as your King Shark and <laughs> Captain Boomerang it, and it looks Kill Shot. And sounds awesome. And Harley Quinn. It does, yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed that, like, when did this game get announced? Like, it was quite last a last long year, time ago. Yeah. So, like, a year and and we're a year down the road and, and you didn't show any gameplay at yeah. this event? Like, that was a big disappointment. But, like, the game looks like I, I love the fact that it's current gen only, so they don't have to target PS4 or Xbox yeah, One or anything nine, like that. You, can, you have nine Xboxes. <laughs> I mean, if you tie them together, they they, they yeah. get even more powerful. Uh, so anyway, uh, Derek's the only person who got multiples of each. Uh, you know, Josh can get multiples of each, but he's nice enough to sell them to his friends. 
and uh, sh- share the wealth. Derek's up there hoarding in Canada. Yeah, I do what I, I can. I only have two Xboxes, which yeah, are right. the, the Series S, which is the second one we bought. You could go on Amazon right now and get it delivered tomorrow. Like, that oh. is not a hard console to find at this point. Not in, in Canada. I don't know about the States. Oh, I, I, I can't. Oh, I guess know. I'll just play Hades. Well, the, the Xbox mini fridge comes out tomorrow over here. I don't know if you're planning on getting that, Derek. <laughs> what is that? Getting it. Well, Wait, when, getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting yeah, it. Yeah, when uh, when they when they first showed the Series X, everyone joked that it looked like a refrigerator. So they're actually coming out with an, a refrigerator that's going like on a for mini pre-order fridge, tomorrow. Mini that fridge. holds like 10 cans and like a couple of snacks. It was funny because they announced that and they were like, oh, it'll be available for order in Canada and the US via Target. And then Target doesn't exist here. And Target.com, you cannot put in a Canadian address. So like four hours later, they were like, actually, this won't be available in Canada via Target. We're oh, trying to figure gosh. out something else. So, Gosh, you got some work to do to get Derek his uh, they, they're Xbox fridge through the store, the Xbox Gear store, at some point in December. It sounds like, but um, tell I me, that was pretty funny. What's the story on this X? I mean, this sounds amazing. I, they, I mean, it's a fun, really funny corporate joke. Yeah. How much does this thing run, and oh. does it have features beyond just being a fridge? No, I think it does it's not have no. features beyond being a fridge. Well, it does have US, US dollars. It does oh, it has have, a USB, uh, port, USB so you port, your so devices. You could, yeah, yeah, you could plug in your controls into the fridge while you play. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think it makes all the same sounds when you turn it on and stuff. They, I think when the Series X first came out, they released a full size fridge too, but they only gave it away as like promotion. A couple YouTubers and and like Snoop Dogg. um, (laughs) How big is this? The mini fridge, it holds like 10 cans. So I like. But it has to be Monster. (laughs) It has to be Monster's PlayStation shit, man. I'm putting putting Modelo's in there. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking way ahead with this. Modelo yeah. times anytime, bro. That's insane. Um, I am looking forward to this Suicide Squad game. I did not see the the Court of Owls uh, trailer. I just didn't get to it. But yeah. that looks. I mean, I was already sold because it's like the Bat Family as co op. Like, yeah, it sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I I struggle with that sort of game in that like it's. Can we talk about this, Derek? From Geekscape Games, it sounds yeah. like yeah. When you can't figure out fucking Viva Pinata. Viva Pinata is really hard. Viva Pinata is complicated. I'll, I'll stand up for that. It's complicated, but I don't think I wouldn't call it hard. You just need to know how to like breed fictional creatures. I mean, I didn't get. I wasn't that like I I checked out of Pokemon like before you they had the daycares where they would breed and stuff. So that's, that's so, like the second the game. That's uh, the problem. Yeah. There, I mean, I play, was that in like Gold and Silver? I played Gold and Silver. Those were yeah, the problem, ones. Gold and Silver's like, were it debuted. Yeah, <laughs> video games are what. Is it is your problem video games or is it patience, Derek? Oh, probably a, both. You're hmm. telling me you don't pick up this video pinata and you don't immediately be like, "Hey, I wonder if that uh, I wonder if that llama over there, that llama pinata can fuck." I never that even snake saw pinata. a llama. Okay, you, I was promised you never, llamas, and you never just thought like that. Like, hey, hey, that one looks like a ferret. I wonder if it can bang the snake. You never just thought that. <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't, didn't play love. video pinata to see like if the animals could. Oh, Derek, they're just you're limiting your imagination, like, man. Yeah, bro. What's up? Come on. But like the funny thing too, I I one of those poor souls that still follow the Avengers subreddit for the game, and like <laughs> oh, everybody's God. like everybody's pretty much just moved on in the whole sub. It's almost like remember when Arrow turned into a Daredevil sub for a little while because they yeah. thought Arrow oh. sucked so bad. It's almost turning into <laughs> like a Suicide Squad slash Court of Owls oh, yeah. sub because everyone's just like, all right, time to move on. I hope those games are good, but. Kind of what you said, Derek, how they haven't showed gameplay for either one. It's like, yeah. there was a, there was a Gotham Knights a year ago. There was a Gotham Knights gameplay uh, mm. trailer or like walkthrough gameplay walkthrough. And it looked mm. fine. It looked cool. It looked mm. like it was probably on a PS. Well, it would have been like a year ago. So it would have been like a PS4 or an Xbox one. So it like looked significantly worse than the in engine stuff that we saw from the suicide game. Uh, yeah this past weekend but i yeah weird we didn't see gameplay for suicide squad for sure especially because it comes out like next year that said i think what they showed was like in engine and it looked like it looks like it's probably going to look spectacular yeah um, and, and it's it kind a freaking of rock city game so it's gonna probably be awesome but i yeah. it just it, the whole like premise of it sounds super cool yeah and, and like, they to be in a video game and they pretty much gave away why we're supposed to kill the justice league which i thought was cool like they didn't spell it out but if anyone who knows anything about dc pretty much had an idea of what's going on so oh yeah that was yeah. cool and then speaking of how carlos is talking about sylvester stallone being king shark did you guys know that samoa joe is king shark in the game oh no really? really yeah i remember meeting him like 20 years ago at a ring of honor event in philly mm-hmm. 
He's the nicest dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met really him in nice 83 one year, and dude was super nice. That's awesome. Super nice guy. So that, that makes me happy. I'm glad to see this cool. dude's doing his Congrats. thing. Yeah. Um, Get, must have given him something to do between injuries. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, well, that's just the reality of the profession. Yeah. And then just with Court of Owls, I'm just excited to hopefully play a game where Nightwing doesn't get killed off like a fucking idiot again. Like, <laughs> like, did you, like Injustice made me so mad when I saw how they killed him off in Injustice. I'm just like, oh, are you kidding? Because I'm a huge, like, I'm a huge Nightwing guy. So yeah. I'm like, any excuse to be able to kill him where he does or play as him where he doesn't get killed. It's a good like, question. Let me, what was who's that? the developer on this court? Who's the developer on this Court of Owls? Game? Oh, I don't remember. What's what studios is developer making this? WV Games Montreal. So they isn't that who made Origins uh, or they did? They yeah, did no Origins. Arkham Origins. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> your, your gamer said Batman Arkham Oranges. Is is that okay? <laughs> like, were we down with I the Arkham Origins? Arkham Origins. I I thought it was really fun. It was like the worst Arkham game, but the worst yeah. Arkham game is still an Arkham game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it had excellent yeah. boss fights, but like worse everything else, including yeah. bugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember it being really buggy. I remember buying it on the Wii U for some reason instead of like one of the other consoles, and it did not play very well. What the Why? hell? Why? Some like, gimmicky. It had some gimmicky Wii U gamepad like feature and i'm a sucker for gimmicks so obviously that was the one i bought Hmm. and i it was played that's why you have nine xboxes because you're like never (laughs) never again i I rented it on wii u so that might explain some things i tried to throw a battering and i hurt my i broke my window (laughs) (laughs) i threw my game across the room wow um so speaking of video games derek may or may not be good at uh we've got this update to animal crossing (laughs) Um, I don't have the patience uh, for Animal Crossing. What are you talking well, about? You, you you hold up, okay, Derek. Don't don't take out your anger on Animal Crossing, okay? This is supposed to make Lay you off, happy. Bro. Lay off, bro. Okay, don't pull a Tom Nook and get mad at us. So, <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting this new feature, a bunch of new features in November. Uh, some of this is free. Some of this is not free. Is that right, Josh? Uh, yeah. So basically, almost all of the new content that's coming is free. And then the part that you have to pay extra for, it's essentially a sequel to the Happy Home Designer game on 3DS. But instead of being... (laughs) But yeah, instead of being like a standalone game, it's just part of this. And they're saying that some of the uh, house designing features in the the DLC are going to also carry over to the main game. So you'll Mm. have more control when it comes to designing the interiors and all of that. Okay, let me get this straight. You're going to get a bunch of whole new free crap. And then if you played Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer, eh, you can migrate some stuff into this game from there. So your 3DS get, get turned in, uh, get turned on again after a year and a half of not turning it on at all. Well, the not the 3DS version, like this paid DLC is essentially a sequel to that, but that's also like on Switch. Island oh, that you go to, isn't okay, it? Okay, so your 3DS is going to stay in, like stay over on its <laughs> somewhere untouched. I don't know when the last time y'all is y'all like played your 3ds I mean, what's the last time it what's the last time you guys played animal cross i mean i played i, I played my 3ds to prepare for metroid dread um trying to oh, play the metroid ooh. samus returns game that they made before this okay yeah so, so that's worth going back for but yeah i haven't played animal crossing since my inventory maxed out which is usually when i always stop playing animal crossing oh, yeah. which but is getting said, doubled as part of this update isn't it mm, yes yeah, so i'm gonna have to jump back yeah. into it now yeah <laughs> Uh, I liked the Mario stuff. I thought it was cool that whenever you lay a pipe, like whenever you put like two pipes in, you almost on the say island, lay a pipe. Use- yeah, you, whenever you lay that, <laughs> whenever you pinch a loaf on your island, uh, whenever you lay the pipes, uh, the Mario pipes, warp pipes on your island, you can warp pipe to another part of the island. I thought that was kind of cool that you could use the pipes to to not have to walk your ass across the island. I thought that was a fun mario themed thing but there's again like there's just not enough on this game for me uh i don't know i think this one tears it i don't know if i'm gonna go back and do this it you know obviously i'm on my switch playing hades and metroid dread and metroid dread i have not put a lot of time into but i am definitely a fan of it i think it looks awesome i think it plays awesome uh once you get the controls down i think you're rocking in this game because uh, I actually think that these controls on the on the th- this is kind of where I wanted a 3D. I know I've said it on the show a million times that I wanted a 3D Metroid. I want another 3D Metroid. I want another 3D Open Galaxy Metroid. Uh, and I like the idea of that on a Switch. I like the idea of that with um, some of the waggle we got in the uh, original 3D 
prime uh metroids but um this game it feels like some of the controls take a little bit of time to get used to i am just only at 22 missile tanks so be, be patient with me uh but am i wrong in saying that this game also early on scares the crap out of you when you start getting <laughs> hunted by this killer robot through the level mm-hmm. that's some intense crap yeah it's excellent i love games like that where you're where you have this like unkillable monster that's chasing you all over the place it's so awesome and it's something i never expected from metroid so when that started it was just such a cool surprise you know (laughs) i feel like i don't like that like when i i never played resident evil 2 until the remake came out and as soon as mr x showed up i like lost interest in the game because i'm like i'm already too spooked that you're not good at these games (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm already too spooked from all the zombies. I'm taking my time because I want to explore things and I don't know what's going on. And then like he's just in every room you go in, basically. I don't know. I it it made it too stressful, which is I understand is the point. But yeah. Well gotta step up, Derek. See, for me I feel like it's a little bit different just because with say Resident Evil 2, I agree with what you're saying. Like in that game it felt like a hindrance because you're just trying mm-hmm. to play the regular game, but this monster just keeps interrupting you but with metroid at least i haven't played too far in it either but so far those monsters are part of the puzzle of the of that area Uh, okay so it's kind of built escaping them is built into the level design and they're in they're kind of locked in a very specific zone so if you start getting stressed out or you want to take a break and think about it a little bit more you can leave those areas and it doesn't follow you anymore after a certain boundary so and when they do catch you, the cutscene is so fast and it's not like it sets you it not, it's not like it puts you back to like a save chamber or a place like that. It gives you a checkpoint that you go back to right before you encounter that area. So it, it, the areas aren't huge. The areas are basically one or two puzzle pieces of getting around it. It's either uh, being chased by the monster in parallel. So like it can't get to you because of a column or something. And you have to kind of race your way up platforms and that kind of outrace it in a sense. So you can get further along before it can actually cross that pillar to get to you. Or like the sequence that I'm in now, it took me a while to figure out, but if I survive long enough and find myself to a certain corner, there's a pressure switch that I sit on that I can stand on that releases water. And then by the time I'm standing on it long enough, the creature start, the, the robot starts to, to catch up to me and I have to kind of escape and come back to it because if I stand on that pressure point, uh, that pressure plate long enough, a certain part of that area fills it with water to raise a platform, float a platform up so they can access another area and escape and move on with the rest of the map. And just figuring that out that, oh, I have to repeat this process and continue to evade this killer robot. I thought that was really fun. It does get stressful, but I've kind of resigned myself to um, it's probably going to kill you a few times while you figure this out <laughs> hmm. and it's not going to set you back that far. So right. just dig it and die and, uh, and go keep, like Josh said, keep using the, look at them, them as a puzzle as a part of the puzzle solving unless as a Holy crap, this is murdering the hell out of me repeatedly <laughs> over and over again. How frustrated am I right now? Yeah. I, th- you know? I think people, um, are calling this the most difficult Metroid, which I can sort of really? agree. Um, the only thing is that I don't think nobody picked up Samus Returns on the 3DS because it was right when the Switch had already come out. Uh, so playing this one, to me, felt easy because I was able to do mm-hmm. counter everything. Uh, of course, the 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 robot thing, that's a new thing, which is still kind of hard for me to get the animation for it. But and they don't flash on they the don't. counter. Uh, yeah. So, so your, your, your better bet, bet for me was to play the 3DS one understand the system that they were implementing with this one and are i the can controls see the same yeah controls are kind of the same you have like the triggers and then you have like the, you use the control you don't use the controls sure. you use the control yeah. stick or the or the d-pad um but the difficulty is there like it's really hard like if you die you die you kind of get the same thing um you have to learn counters even when you're jumping in there uh mm-hmm. so picking up this one was was just like i was just running it through i think i'm halfway already um and the game wants you to break it. So that that's the thing about this Met- these Metroid games. So you can get items that you can get later on in the game really early if you get certain power-ups. And that's how Super Metroid was. And that's how Fusion was as well. You're talking about circumventing portions of the yeah. map to yeah, access can. other areas? Yep, yep. And, and, and it, 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 
it'll allow you to do that yeah. naturally. You don't, you aren't going online and finding no. some kind of weird wiggle I mean, through a hole. I mean, you, you, you <laughs> kind of figure out like the, the game is structured so that you're learning like, oh, I could do bounce balls. You know, you could do the bounce balls. Sure. And then you question yourself, oh, there's something up there. I wonder if I can mm. bounce my way and then do a charge and they could get over there and it works. It's a circumvent. So a it's, you're just, yeah, map. you're just, and the places that, that, that this is happening are places where you're not being chased. So it's sure. it's giving you the chance to try out all of Samus's abilities, and then you find out some of those abilities work with certain bosses. You're just like, oh man, it like clicks together. Or um, I don't want to spoil it, but there's 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 a part in the game where you could get an item really early, and you could kill one of the bosses with one hit, which I found oh, out randomly because I, I was like, oh, I just want this ability. I could I could get it. I can <laughs> get it. And then I fought the boss, and I was like, wait, I could use this ability, but what if I didn't have the item? I guess the boss fight would have been longer. Um, mm-hmm. So this is what's great about the, this type of Metroid games that they're, you know, they're they're seeing that people, you know, like Castlevania games, you can break a certain wall, get to a secret right. area, or find abilities you should be finding early on. And you're gonna bre- find them here because, like, yeah, like Josh said, we, you know, we, if you want just a timeout and don't want to enter an, an area where you're being constantly hunted. Yep. you'll you'll just go back to the area you came from and explore the heck out of it and just just you'll look at the map and say okay like that little crevice right there i think i can jump to it or is that something i can fit through or is that something i can jump to and so i do find myself more thoroughly exploring the map in this game so far than in other metroid games so i can see how that is going to happen where i end up kind of being like okay i'm not playing this linearly like a like a classic metroidvania game that being said, it goes back to my argument that the next Metroid game, please, should be open galaxy. It should be an open galaxy mm. game in the same way that we have, uh, that we did that with the Zelda franchise and the Mario franchise before that, where we have an open world game where you explore different portions. And if you're not ready for to, for that area, then you don't have the suit upgrade for that area, you know, or that, you know, asteroid belt or planet or derelict ship or whatever the heck you want to put out in this game but i would love to see metroid go open galaxy i've said it a million times before so i'm throwing it back out there <laughs> i mean uh, who knows accidentally <laughs> will federation force 2 a new existence watch oh god no <laughs> from the you creators of, from the creators no. of mitomo comes oh my god <laughs> oh you had me at mitomo okay <laughs> you had my interest now you have my curiosity now you have my attention um all right, so that's what's going on in gaming. Uh, we got to talk a little bit about this depressing news that Derek's going to be really sad about. I'm talking about the delay of the Marvel movies because of the strike. Uh, so oh. the strike may or may not happen. They said that they, they, the Aotsi strike got avoided. Um, I will not be surprised if they delay Spider-Man uh, No Way Home because no. it's so late in the stage right now. That, but the dubbing and some of the effects, they can't possibly be done for a December release. And I'm talking about the international translations and dubbing. That stuff still needs, that stuff's all union. I would anticipate mm. Spider-Man sliding. And one of the, if if they go back to a strike, uh, I the, the union members have to vote on whether or not they're going to yeah. strike or not. I thought, I thought I'd read it. It could be four or five weeks before this vote even happens. And they would just work until then. Like okay. surely Spider-Man would be probably That'll finished save by Spider-Man. then. Yeah. That being said, Marvel ain't messing around, and I know we're getting Hawkeye. We had a great new Hawkeye trailer for Hawkeye. We get two episodes Thanksgiving week, but Marvel went out today and they delayed their 2022 slate and said, "Okay, we got to push." Just I, I mm-hmm. think I don't know why. Maybe it's a crowded marketplace or what. I think I needed a breather myself. But Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. We thought we were going to get it March 25th, and now moves to the big May slot that Marvel has had since Sam Raimi's Spider-Man One, uh, <laughs> or maybe I think for since X-Men. Uh, I have to double check that, but I think maybe Brian Singer's X-Men was a May release. But um, but that first weekend of May has always been a Marvel release weekend, definitely since Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, and now we have it on Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness on uh, May 6th. That being said, the May 6th slot was already thor love and thunder which goes to july 8th of this summer and black panther which was july 8th is moving to november 11th um and that's it for this year as far as the as far as the other disney stuff we were supposed to get the new indiana jones movie on july 29th that ain't happening we're gonna get it the following summer june 30th 
there's another Disney live action movie. No idea what that was. It was supposed, it's been removed from the schedule entirely. It was supposed to be next summer. But the domino shift keeps going with these. Mm-hmm. The sequel to uh, Captain Marvel, The Marvels, was supposed to be 11-11-22. That's the date that they gave to Wakanda Forever. Uh, they've moved that to February 17th, 2023. Ooh. And that was supposed to be the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> so that has moved <sighs> to July 28th, 23. The one that didn't move... Uh, that we know is Guardians of the Galaxy, that's sticking to that May 5th, as Jonathan says, first weekend in May date. So mm. we are going to get that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that did not move, that stays put. I don't really know what the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special is, but that's That's probably still, done already. That, I think that's, that's a Disney correct, Plus yeah. thing. I don't know if that's animation. I don't know. I don't know anything about that one, but um, that's a lot of sliding going on in Marvel. Um Derek thought we were going to talk about the Why the Last Man cancellation, didn't you? <laughs> you swerved me a little bit there, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Threw a little, little um, dope on that which one. Which is funny. You mentioned that at the beginning of the show, and Big Yanks in the chat learned via this episode that Why was canceled. <laughs> last night oh, no. I was last night I was driving home and I was filling my car with gas, and I see a text from Katie that was like, "Just read about Why the Last Man, damn!" And I just knew in my heart right away, <laughs> and then Googled it, and then like finished pumping my gas got back in the car and just like turned to Michaela and she thought I was gonna cry and it was like I was just like why the last man got canceled and she thought just like I've been waiting like we talked just before the premiere or just after the premiere like that's like one of my favorite or probably my favorite book and I feel like I well I, I have been waiting for this for half of my life and so many like moments of excitement, like there's a movie coming. Oh no, there's not a movie happening anymore. Oh, there's a movie coming again. Oh no, not, not anymore. It's going to be a TV, like so many times of like excitement and disappointment, excitement and disappointment. And then before the first seasons, and then they have a big plan for like all of the episodes and however many seasons. And, and then before the first season's done, Katie tells me via text message as I'm filling my car with gas that it that the dream is over. Um, it was a very sad moment. I was um, imagining Michaela looking outside and you're filling gas, and then suddenly you just start pouring the gasoline on yourself, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, "That's it, I'm done, I'm done, I'm checking out." This is Derek, the last stand. Did they explain uh, why it got canceled? Like, I think s- low viewership was. Uh, the I think it's t- t- like, they didn't. Re- nobody really said, and it sounds like they. Like the, there was kind of a statement from the showrunner talking about how they learned that FX is not moving forward with more of it and that everyone they is didn't still say very... Hulu. They said FX. Yeah. Yeah. FX on Hulu. Sorry. The yeah. statement said um, and that they're still very committed to it and they are going to try to find it another home. Uh, does that happen? It's really hard to say. It looks like in its it's it, it must be an incredibly expensive show, I would guess, based on like just the post-apocalyptic setting and and how good it generally looks um it feels like an expensive show and so if if it's not big enough for fx to to continue then i i could imagine it being a hard sell as well it was interesting pia guerra who's the co-creator and artist of the book um she sounded quite upset naturally on twitter the twitter last night after this came out she noted she said a show put together mostly by women with sensitivity thoughtfulness challenging a corrupt status quo demolishing the male gaze of course that would freak out certain companies devoted to that base just saying and no it wasn't effects we chose to work with them because they were amazing and committed to creative to creative freedom i'm talking about the ones who bought fx long after the deal was cut yeah and that's something that happens a lot where you have a regime change based on a purchase or just a regime change, like a regime change. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of house clearing and, you know, maybe Disney bought effects in the Fox acquisition. They had, they had a major, you know, they, they now own effects. They already had a, a piece of Hulu and they looked up and they were like, yeah, we don't necessarily uh, see, get this. You know, the, that was, this mm-hmm. was, this was the old regime that got this. Um, that being said, I think the show was a really fun expansion on the comic. I know that there have been complaints online that it's not oh, faithful he's not, enough and it's not faithful. He's yeah. like, you know, I don't think they're going to go into your house and rip out your comics. I don't think they're going <laughs> to, yeah, you yeah. still, you still have your books. You still <laughs> have those yeah. things that they've expanded on. Like we get I so much too. more, so much more hero and so much more of the Washington stuff, which is interesting. I find, I'm finding yeah. that very interesting in the series and we're getting so more of it than we really got in depth in the books. And yeah, I, 
I, I Somebody don't, called it infrastructure porn. They're like, oh, we don't want to know how like the president's going to try and re put the put the put everybody back on their feet after <laughs> this disaster. I'm like, okay, well, she needs a narrative. We just want to see York find his gonna, girlfriend. We just want to see a dude like yeah. thumbing like with his thumb out walking across the United States. That's what you want as a series. I hate to tell you, I love the series. I think it's great. I didn't like that ending. And I know a lot of people didn't like that ending. And the yeah. TV show was setting itself up to be more expansive and involve mm-hmm. more characters and give it a better chance that if you didn't like the ending, if they kept the ending from the book, there's a lot more characters whose stories you can they can satisfy. And it gives a chance for the, those stories to be satisfied as well and have a better ending. So I uh, I don't get the hate on Why the Last Man. I, I think that's misplaced. And I really think that it's dangerous to cancel a production that has is predominantly done by women and has a bunch of that stuff going for it. I'm thinking about glow glow is a glow is a mm, series that yeah. I wish got that fourth season yeah, yeah. or at least some kind of movie to finish it up. That that story is not finished. It's a female showrunner, predominantly female uh, cast and in and in uh, creatives. Yeah. These things need a chance. And I'm not just saying like, Oh, only finance it. Cause I know this is a business, but yeah like breaking bad was about to get canceled and they didn't, they gave it a little bit of time <laughs> and it caught on. Uh-huh. Remember that? And well, and at that, you're at the point here, this has been what, how many episodes have aired? Six, seven, like I think you're I think it's a 10 episodes. Season. It's 10 episode season. Yeah. And, and I think there's eight just three. came out. Okay. And, and also it's like in a lot of places, it's very hard to watch. Like it doesn't stream anywhere in Canada. You have to have cable and you have to have FX on Jeez. cable to watch. You can't subscribe to FX like, without having cable. Uh, I have a Hulu account, but okay, never mind. <laughs> but which doesn't, you know, isn't technically isn't a thing here. So that's very few people that would be utilizing that. Um, so, yeah, like I, I I think it could it if it had a chance and if it had time, it could go big. Does it get picked up? Is someone else going to pick it up? Like I could see, you know, I could see it's somewhere like HBO or something would have a budget. They're about to have a huge post-apocalyptic series with The Last of Us, though. Is there mm-hmm. room for two of those in the same company slate? Crossover. Probably not. Crossover, <laughs> uh, you know. Also, of course, HBO Max makes sense because this it, it, Vertigo being a DC property, like it kind of fits home there. But then you've also got like somewhere like Netflix, which also has mm-hmm. like Vertigo stuff happening with Sandman and was Lock and Key Vertigo as well. Yeah, well uh, Lock and Key was not; it was IDW, but IDW, sim- okay, similar yeah. content. So, you know, uh, I mean, Sweet Tooth was. Yeah, Sweet Tooth was. Sweet Tooth was Vertigo. Um, Thank fuck Sweet Tooth got renewed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm in. If Sweet like, Tooth got canceled, who knows? Like, I, I really loved Heat. This is not comic book related, Derek, but Heels on Stars your, was so good. And Derek, uh, is that going to get gas. a second season? Who knows? Derek's uh, like, I got to go fill the car with gas again. <laughs> we just filled up. And then you look outside, and Derek's just like sitting there putting gasoline on himself. <laughs> Not this one. Not this time. I, this one broke me. Uh, Bolt T says Preacher is my favorite book, and the TV series is no one's favorite show. I don't even like bringing up Preacher, Preacher in conversation anymore. Yeah, well, we're so, <laughs> sorry about that one, man. Really sorry about that one. That one surprised all of us because we really enjoy Preacher. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry, Derek. Let's just cross our fingers. Let's hold out hope that a Netflix or a Tubi or what was that one that you liked that you had that we had for like a week? Quibi. Yeah, it's maybe Quibi. You don't even Quibi. remember the name? Uh, no. <laughs> Voodoo. It lasted for. Yeah. Let's get. Yeah. So let's just hope somebody picks this up because I thought everything about it was really, really good yeah. and well done. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right, friendos, that's what we got for this episode. I think we learned a lot about ourselves and each other. I think uh, we had ourselves a little talk, a little catch up. We learned that uh, Josh is willing to wait in line for anything, (laughs) pretty much. I mean, if it's not that, it's like the WWE pop-ups at WrestleMania or this and that. Like Josh is always waiting in line for stuff. The Great Ninja Amiibo, we waited overnight for that one, remember? We did. We did. So that being said, like... You know, Josh is really good, and he's uh, he's the man with the plan. He is our personal shades. Not only that, he found me a Metroid Dread Amiibo, and I'm oh, going to find out a way to get it later this week. Is that dude. right, Josh? Mm, yeah, yeah, I have it right over so. here. Get the two-pack, the Metroid Dread two-pack? Mm, yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. All right, Josh, if you get an, an extra one, how about your boy? Hey, yeah, I actually did order an extra one by accident, so I got you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. you better. We'll talk, He's we'll good, talk. Carlos. Meet outside of He's Toys R Us, and it will be two times retail. I'll meet you uh, behind Josh, the maybe, porn uh, games. 
All right. So, Josh, maybe I'll drive over there. Um, let me see. Thursday, Friday. We'll figure this out. I'll do a little shades pick up with you. Take it a coffee. Figure mm-hmm. this out and get you going. Okay, buddy? Yeah, that um, works. Josh is, Josh is good. You can hear more Josh, Carlos, and Derek on Geekscape Games. Subscribe to it. And you know what? We got like 18 shows here on the network. Just search for Geekscape. You can subscribe to all of them. We got everything from horror movies, horror movie, the horror movie night folks. We got the wrestling. Uh, we've got what else we got we got music with one hit thunder we got female filmmaking we've got comedy podcasts with 91 docky lane we got a full network here going on with geekscape this is just the flagship show this is just the um what do you say uh this is like a little introductory drug you get it free and then you're like (laughs) oh i'm hooked um and now that you're hooked subscribe to it not only that hook your friends okay hey you over there want to hit tell your friends Geekscape's here for them. Maybe hit that share button right now and send it over to their device and be like, hey, you, why don't you do your hit of this? A bunch of nerds talking video games and comics <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, right up your alley. Um, I'd love that if you did. I really would. Maybe leave a review on one of these podcasters you listen to, like Apple Podcasts or maybe the Spotify. That helps us out. That helps our visibility. Helps us grow the network. we got a lot of cool stuff coming. LA Comic Con, we got some panels going down. Maybe you'll see some of these fools on those panels. Maybe you'll hear from them. It won't be Derek, but we'll be present. Um, anything else to add, my friends? We did the solicitation. We did the coverage. But we didn't get the Crypto the Superdog game. Well, Josh, I think it's perfect for Geekscape Games to talk about <laughs> that. All right. Game of the year 2021. I think maybe, maybe. Uh, Geekscapers, we love you. You can find them on their socials. Carlos's socials being? Angry Bananas, everything. Okay. Derek's socials being? He's not social. That's why he grew his hair out. He hasn't seen the sun in five days. I'm just saying. This is not, I'm not pale based on the light. This is my actual skin color. (laughs) What are your socials? Going far with what we do in the shadows look for Halloween. I'm at DeGranavelt on Twitter. That's a show I'm loving right now. Yeah, I'm that. yeah. Okay. not canceling that one. FX, mm-hmm. please don't. I can't handle it. And Josh Jackson, where we find you? And I'm at Enu Joshua, just about everywhere. Okay, I'm at Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. You can find us anywhere. Just look for Geekscape. That's on all the different platforms. We love you. We got fun stuff coming up for the rest of the crew. Geekscape forever, over and out. Don't hate, create, and peace. Bye bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.